Thoughts from an eight-year-old. All right, Autumn, you gotta come over here. Okay, there we go. Daisy. That was thoughts from an eight-year-old. Welcome in for another episode of For the Audience. This podcast is full of unfiltered opinions and fun on a wide number of hot topics from the world of sports. News, entertainment. It was indescribable. 150 countries are affected. Targeted military strike. Politics and more. This is not just your ordinary flu. Now, creating hot content for the audience is your host, Craven. All right. You ready to go? Yep. Excellent. Waiting on you. Ah, here I'm talking. Here we go. We're off. We're running. Did you like that beginning segment? Thoughts from an eight-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> I gave her one thing to do, and she came up with like 20 different things to, to want to say. Anyways, this is for the audience show number five. We got a five in. This is show number five. This is Craven here with you. Also, Joe over there, my lovely wife of almost, almost 10 years. April will be 10 years. Yeah. It's crazy. I think 10 years. I thought it was wrong, but maybe it is. It's 10 years, right? Is it 10 years? Yes. Okay. April will be 10 years. Okay. I didn't, I, I just, <laughs> you're giving me the eyes. I, you know, sometimes I, I seem to forget. You know what I mean? Math is not my strong suit. Definitely was not my strong suit. Anyways, my name is Craven Joe over there. This is for the audience. Again, show number five. Really appreciate all the, I'm getting the eyes. Uh, love and support you guys have given us the last uh, few days. Our Facebook page has blown up. A lot of folks yes. joining the uh, program on the Facebook page. We appreciate that. And for the audience, all one word, you can search it. Hit us with one of those likes. Also, go ahead and find us on all the major podcast platforms like Apple and Spotify and such. Hit us with one of those subscribe buttons right there as well. Hit us up with a review and all kinds of great stuff. A lot of folks uh, sharing the program. I actually got some personal messages. A buddy Kyle of mine who's going to be listening to this program, I'm sure, at some point. He'll be loving hearing his name shouted out. He uh, loves the program. Absolutely does. Said it's the best podcast he's ever listened to. Period. That was pretty uh, pretty incredible stuff right there. But anyways, like I said, uh, For the Show is the name of the show. You can hit us up with the uh, email at For the Show or For the Audience. I said For the Show was the name. It's For the Audience Show. I don't understand. I didn't even catch it. Oh, my gosh. What the heck's wrong with me? It's my own show and I don't even know the name of it. It's For the Audience. That means everything we say and do is for... You. That's why I have coined it uh, for the audience. But anyways, that is uh, the name of the program, show number five. Again, email is for the audience show at gmail.com. If you want to hit us up with, uh, like I said, an email. Uh, we got Ask Away coming up here later on the program. So we got that going on. Topical Punch. Going to be talking about all kinds of different things, uh, including leaving or quitting your job. Friendly, not so friendly no more. Also, uh, Oregon. We'll, we'll get into Oregon as well. And a doctor who was duped. Funny, funny story coming up here later on inside the program. Like I said, if you want to talk to us, it is for the audience show at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Facebook. A lot of folks, again, doing that this week. My goodness, this week. Now, last uh, podcast we did, show number four, you can listen to it. Uh, we were talking about the presidential election as if we would have an answer by yeah, now, we, 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 we still don't even know 
who the president of the It'll United States is going to be next week, if not the next. It's, it's going to be in January. I, 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 I went to the polls. So let's let's talk you first. You went and voted. I did. Okay, you snuck in there. Nobody was in line. It was. I was in in and out less than five minutes. I had all four kids with me. It was. I mean, easy, clean cut. Went in, filled my ballot out, slid it through the machine, we were out the door. Okay, so that was her experience. Now the reason I didn't go with you is because You're I've been sleeping. pulling I've been pulling third shift for the last three weeks. I'm now done with that, so I'm done with the graveyard shift at my normal job. So actually coming up on Monday, I'll be back on my regular shift, regular living with the with the living, not running around after hours and doing whatever it is I'm doing during during the workday. So I was sleeping here. So I actually went in and voted later. I voted around, you know, 4, 4.30 in the afternoon on Tuesday. And I had a much different experience than what you had. All right? So yeah. I, I, our, our polling place, which is uh, right down the street here from, from the house, I went in. Now, I was mailed a ballot like two months ago, which I actually mentioned on the show. I've, I've listened to the podcast. Now, did you request that ballot? So funny story is when I moved from, from State College down here, earlier this year, I changed all my address stuff. So I must have checked a box or... Yeah. Now, we're talking of April right now. So back in April, COVID was absolutely rampant. I mean, everything was shut down. We were only going out, you know, a little bit here and there. Remember restaurants Other than were, me going to work, we really weren't leaving the house. We weren't leaving at all. Nobody was leaving. You weren't supposed to. You are supposed to wear a, basically a, a bodysuit if you wanted to go anywhere. Yeah. Okay? Back in April. And um, I changed all my stuff. So I changed my license and I changed my voter registration, I changed uh, the registration for the car and all this stuff, right? So when I did that, I must have checked a box that I, I wasn't aware I did. Yeah. Okay, I must have agreed to something. And I'm sure back then in April, it was, you are only going to get your ballot by mail. I don't even know if there was a choice, to be honest with you now, that I'm thinking back I to. I can't it. remember whenever I changed my information. So fast then. forward to Tuesday, all right? So I, I got it now... Let me go back a little bit more. More, So I did get a mail-in ballot. Okay, I got mailed one to the house. Now, I thought that this was like, this is what it's going to be this year, right? Here's, here's what it's going to look like when you go vote this year. I didn't realize that that was my ballot. Like, that was the ballot that yeah. I was going to be using to vote. I did not know that. So when I showed up to the poll on Tuesday, right, you walk up to the, of course, they've got you sectioned off by your last name. And of course, our last name, we're right in the middle. There's a thousand people in front of me. All right. So I show up. There's like two or three other people in front of me. It takes them, no shit, like 25 minutes to find this one lady's name. Then the next lady gets in front of me. Oh, not in front of me. She is in front of me. All right. It takes, it takes them a, a few minutes. And they got the next person. And then there's a pen. Somebody's pen goes out in the middle of the thing. So then there's another person who walks over to talk to the person that I'm getting ready to talk to. Then it's my turn. So so Craven walks up, right? I walk up and I and I tell her my name. And of course, you know, she's got that huge binder. She's flipping through, flipping through, flipping through. She finally finds my name. And there's a stamp on there that says mail in ballot, must return. It's it's right there over my name. I saw it. So she says, Where's your ballot? I, what are you talking about? I'm here to vote. No, 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 no. You, you got mailed a ballot. Where's your ballot? Lady, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm here to vote right now, is what I said to her. So then, of course, she waves over her other friend, 
the, 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 I don't know who this lady is. She's the judge of elections or whatever for this little firehouse. So she gets waved over. Then I get pulled out of line. I get told to go to this other side, right? So then the lady explains to me that I should have brought my ballot in. And I, and I told this lady, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about, my ballot? You mean, you mean I got mailed at that mailing thing? I said, I thought that was just what it was going to be this year. She goes, no, you needed that. But since you're standing here, we'll get you this second one. So I got a provisional ballot. Yeah. Okay, this is what I got. Officially, this is what I got. Now, who would have thought, Joe, that those provisional ballots may, that may be, those ballots right there, maybe who we who we determine yeah, because is the president of the United States. They won't, they won't even look at yours until... The lady told me they would not even look at my vote. Like, this is what yeah, she told me, straight up. every other ballot she is counted. She said, we, these, and I was like one of like... I don't know, 55 people yeah. that had this happen that day is what she had told me at 4 o'clock in the afternoon on Tuesday that they won't count my vote at all. They're not going to count it unless unless it comes down to where they need to count this. No, they won't count from what I understood because I've seen actually someone that I'm friends with on Facebook actually um, commented on there and this other lady said that happened to her. And that they won't count your vote until all other votes are counted because they have to make sure you're not trying to do a second vote. So I guess what they're running into is people are getting their mail-in ballot, they're mailing it in, and and then they're showing up and saying, oh, I never got one. So they can't, that's why they put it into a special envelope, a special thing. So I I stumbled into- That's what they're trying to avoid. I stumbled into all this, all this mess, right, back, back on Tuesday- so I got segregated to this own table. The lady hands me the thing, hands me the Sharpie, which now I heard Sharpies are causing ballots to be screwed I up. I think people are just finding a reason to bitch. <laughs> because there so, are people saying that, you know, they've been using Sharpies for the past couple elections now. Not like if you would vote in more than just a presidential election, you would know that Sharpies apparently have been common <clears throat> Use for like two years now. So, like I said, I, I got, I got, I got, I got explained by this lady what I need to do. Who need, you know, not who I need to vote for, but you know how to go about voting and filling in the circles and all this other stuff. And then she gave me two envelopes. So one was, I guess this is how it would have been if I would have done this properly at the house here instead of just throwing everything away. But I, uh, I, I had to fill out a, a form, fill out a, a, an envelope form, and then do my ballots. So I did. I did my, you know, I did my civic duty uh, to the to the presidential race and, and other races uh, going across the state here in Pennsylvania. So I, I did vote. But like I said, the lady told me literally right there. She's telling me she goes, your vote will not be counted unless they need to look at provisional voting. Now, I will say. I, I, I not, It was such a mess. I mean, it was such a mess getting pulled out of line, getting this whole stuff, getting told. Oh, no, 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 no. Craven, you can't sit there. You, you got to go to this other table over here, all right? So you're going to sit way over here while everyone else is running their ballots through the thing, getting their stickers, high five. I didn't get none of that shit. I got none of it. I got, you're going to vote here, put it in this green envelope, put it in this other envelope, give it to me. Oh, and by the way, before you leave, we might count this if it comes down to it. Lo and behold, we're, we're, we're almost a week done with Tuesday, now being Friday night, as we're recording this here on... Um, November 6th. So we're recording this. You know, so like I said, when you listen to this, it may not be the most accurate, up-to-date type of thing, 
But as 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 I, I can't believe it, but as the election has rolled out, right, with this count the votes and every vote counts and and all this other stuff, especially with the way the uh, how close the race is for a president right now between uh, our current president Donald Trump and uh, Vice President Joe Biden, who's running for president. Pennsylvania's now, and just this is just a few minutes ago. They're not going to count all those provisional votes. So my vote, <laughs> maybe not my personally, but my vote will count this time around. Unlike, and, and the weird thing about this is they actually give you this rip card, which I should have brought in here to show you. It's in the car. But they have this card they gave me, and it has a phone number on it, and I have to call the phone number to see if my vote got counted. <laughs> so it's crazy. But I had such a mess. I had such I had such a mess going in there. You were not the only one that that happened to. <laughs> I, I mean, it was absolutely just a, a, a disastrous mess. And of course, when you get segregated like that, when you're like, oh, no, no, over here, the whole place is like whispering. Oh, my God, what did he do? Why is he sitting over there? What is he doing over there? Did he, did he yell, go Biden? What did he do? Like, you're off this freaking side. So... You know, I, I I just that was how my Tuesday went. You got this nice take the kids in, high five, here's some stickers, kids. Great job, slide your ballot through. Whoop! There goes Joe, her votes counts. What about Craven? No 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 no. Craven has this entire thing for thirty five minutes and ends up where I'm sitting at the firehouse for no reason beyond I forgot my ballot at the house. That I couldn't take my ballot in because I, I again when I did all this shit, it was back in April. <laughs> And of course, I did get a ballot. I'm not going to say I didn't. I told the lady. Well, I must have. I, I remember getting one. But I thought that's how we're voting this year, which is how we are voting this year. It was the first election ever that I remember where I actually had a piece of paper and I, and I circled, like, you know, when you fill out those, um, you know, your your PSSAs and you're taking those little circles and you got to put your name in there and you got to find your letters and, and all this other stuff. You know, you had to... You have this yeah, circle I thought that was that this year it was the paper ballots, not it's the machine. Just, well, and I told you, I think it's because they'd be wiping those things off. I mean, they'd be constantly. Well, no, because other other places off. had the machines. I see quite a few friends. Oh, that, really? Yeah. Huh? Because even that even my sister said that when she went to vote, it was the machine. Okay. Well, fair but I don't know if maybe just because where we are, it's a smaller little area. Maybe the age demographic in the area for voters is. Are you the telling me the age demographic? Are, no, no, slow it down. You're I'm telling me they can't, they can't take a finger and go, bloop. I mean, shit, you go to Sheets to order food, right? You're telling me this generation doesn't know how to go, bloop, to I find don't a know. vote? I'm just saying. Ridiculous. That is the most asinine thing I think I've heard you say. Because I'm of the older saying. demographic it might of the be. generation. Maybe they did a vote. Yes, but you can walk up to a to a freaking <laughs> You can walk up to a screen and just order your, your MTO to go. Ridiculous. <laughs> Anyways, this is a, for the audience. Uh Craven here with you, Joe. Over there talking about election day. And again, as of this recording, we don't know who the or who the president of the United States is gonna be in January. We still don't know. Now, Donald Trump is is behind. I will say uh, Pennsylvania has just swung a little bit as the voting continues, as the count, sorry, as the counting of the vote continues. Make sure I don't say that incorrectly because the president has been shut down a number of times by the mainstream media because of him saying I won. And, and you, you can't say that because you, you didn't because we don't know. We don't know who the winner is. 
of each state, but Pennsylvania was in Donald Trump's favor. It is now swinging towards Joe Biden, and a lot of those votes are coming from the Philadelphia area, uh, the metropolis that is uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So, yeah, you know, that is a heavier demographic, uh, Democrat, sorry, area versus, you know, sort of the rest of the state where uh, they sort of lean red. So, like I said, Donald Trump, as of this recording, again, on November 6th, is at 214. Joe Biden at 264. Now, 270 wins it. So, any other state, and Pennsylvania's not the only state still counting. You've got North Carolina, you got Georgia, yeah. and you got Nevada. Those are the other states that are still counting votes. Now, the president has issued lawsuits against a few other states, Michigan, Wisconsin, on that list, beyond Pennsylvania, Georgia, North Carolina, and Nevada. So he's got about six to seven different lawsuits that are going to be either happening or they're coming, and we're going to have a recount. So we still, and I think we said this last week during the podcast, we may not know a, a fucking thing until we get to, like, Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's and, gonna be at least Thanksgiving. And even probably, then, not longer. And even then, they're gonna have to keep doing recount after recount after recount. Yeah, but eventually, you gotta say, you know what, you won. Like one yeah. side's eventually gotta go. I mean, right? Eventually, Look, this gotta is go. Who won. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at some point, you gotta go. Okay, this is a little ludicrous. It's time to move on as a nation because this is just gonna divide us even more. Yeah. That's all. All, all this is doing, guys, is dividing us even more. And Facebook. Oh my gosh, it's tough for me to get on there anymore. I and mean, Instagram, already Facebook it was, and Instagram. It was already ridiculous. tough, but yes. I mean, good God! You There's quite a few people that I've contemplated deleting just because I cannot stand seeing it every day. If you vote for Trump, you should just go off yourself. You're not a friend or family member of mine. You voted for Trump, and it's the same thing for the Trump supporters who, if they oh you my vote for Biden, go go off yourself. Grow up. If you can't. Be friends with someone that has a different political view than you. You were the one with the problem. I've if heard. you have to say you voted for Trump, go off yourself. The person who voted for Trump is not the problem. You, my dear, are the problem, and you need to get off your fucking ass, get out of the house, <laughs> and get a hobby. Because I have a family member doing this shit, and it is every day. You got kids? Get the fuck up. Get off the phone. Get off the computer. Turn the TV off. Play with your kids outside. It's crazy. Jesus, Lord, it's, it's have crazy. mercy it's on crazy. your soul. And like I said, you're right. It's it's one side and I or really, it's the other side. It's, it's, I really it's not... hope someone listens to this and knows who I'm talking about and laughs. Because if someone listens to this, especially if my sister listens, she's going to know exactly who I'm talking about. She's going to laugh her ass off. <laughs> well, I hope she does and doesn't turn into a like, family fight. I really don't care. Seems always with your family. It my is. family is never this way. But we I don't, don't talk don't to that side stuff. of the family very much. So, yeah, But we don't, our, our family doesn't do this no. type of stuff. No. We just keep to ourselves. And that's how I fucking I like it. I don't talk to a lot of the people in <laughs> my why family. I'm, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm used to it. I'm used to, I'm not used to like. Now, if I see them, obviously it's you know, my family. You know your family's like cousin to the other, mother to the others. Yeah. Like, you know, four generations of I your do. family. I'd be, I'd be working with my cousin. Christ, I wouldn't even know it. Like, that's how, that's how. I had that happen once. Non-conversational. My family's just so big. I did have that happen once. I actually, whenever I worked, I was actually training her whenever I worked at that. Oh, the A company. Yes. Um, and, um, I was training her and we got to talking and I had mentioned something with one of my other cousins and she said, wait, who? And as soon as I said her name, she knew who it was. And she said, but I mean, she's not. She technically wasn't a cousin. My cousin raised her 
So, I mean, she called him dad. But, yeah. and I wouldn't know. Like I said, that's just how we I, are. I was the reason she got fired. That's how we are. I mean, like I said, I, I mean, I, I barely <laughs> talk to my dad. My dad texts you to yeah. talk to me. Well, I mean, yeah, that's how little I talk. Well, no. I'm not an adult. I mean, yes. Do I answer my father back very yeah. much? No, I don't. I don't know why either. He's texting me, and then I yell at you for it. The crazy part is, I don't even know why. Like, I see his text, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to text him back. And then something something happens, whether it be, you know, you you start a conversation with me, I'm at work, I'm driving, uh, and then I never never get the opportunity to text him back. And then, of course, it's like four days go by, and I'm that guy. Yes, I am that guy. If you text me, it takes me like four days. To eventually get back to you, or two weeks, <laughs> and I will talk to you like nothing if ever stops. You text stopped. him; he doesn't text you back. Just text me, and then I can get yelled at. <laughs> it's insane. But anyways, as of this recording, yes, we still don't know who is going to win, or at least who has won. But uh, I, I don't think one side or the other is going to concede until we get to uh, some sort of Supreme Court uh, ruling over this. I just, I just feel like it's, it's going that way. And of course, whoever that is that does win. That that makes it even it takes like ten times harder, right? Because now your country's so damn divided because it they is. wanted one side or the other side to win. Good luck trying to get anything going or involved or 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 passed in that little bit of time, at least mm-hmm. until everything starts calming down again. Because my goodness, it is it is crazy. It's Stop crazy. The hate. Crazy. Crazy. Stop the hate. Crazy. You don't have to be this involved. You know. I, and like I said, I'm not blaming one camp. It, it is, it is, it is both no, camps. It is because I've got fans. I got fans, uh, friends, on on my socials that are both Biden all the way, 100. percent Um, you know, liberals that go. You know, I've got the other side where we, you know, got right, right wing uh, conservatives on that side too. And there is, there is right as it comes to. So, and, and what I do want to talk about, and damn it, I just totally forgot about it because we're almost here. First break. I want to talk about the third party. The third party played an enormous role in this, and you may not believe that. Right now, I might be breaking news to you, and you're like, "Craven, what the hell are you talking about?" Third party. The third party candidate was a libertarian. Okay, mm-hmm. now this lady was on the ballot in all fifty states. So, for example, and I'll talk about it real quick because we're going to eventually get to a break here. I'm going to go to Wisconsin on the map here. So, on Wisconsin. You ready for this? Now, Wisconsin, Joe Biden took Wisconsin. Even though if you look at Google Maps, right, and you look at the breakdown of county by county, it is almost all red, except for your major cities. Milwaukee, Madison, uh, Eau Claire, uh, Green Bay, all those went Democratic. Now, again, they've got more people, so <laughs> the most people get the most votes, gets the electorate. But what I want to tell you is this. So do some math for me. Ready for this? Joe Biden grabbed the state. Okay. I want to talk about the third party real quick. Joe Biden grabbed the state. You ready for this? You can write this down. Do this number for me. Do some math Hold here. on. Hold All right. You got to get ready to go. I've been trying to tease you. You continue to text whoever it is you're My texting. Sister. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. So 1,630,570. Put that whole number in there. Okay. Hold <laughs> One million. One million six hundred thirty. Six hundred thirty thousand. Yes, five hundred and seventy. We're trying to just give you the numbers. Six, five. One million oh, six hundred. All right, do this 000. one. Do this one instead. You're not even listening. No, I'm listening to you. You said it weird. 
One million six hundred. Because I was trying to give you just the okay. So that's that is how many. That's how many votes went to Joe I Biden. I didn't get the hundreds, but okay. It's okay. One million six hundred. That's 000. that's all I want you to remember. Okay. Now here's where I want you to do your math. <clears throat> Donald Trump finished second, obviously, because there was only two major car parties. Okay. His vote count was one million six hundred. Am I subtracting? You're, you're, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have you add. All right. Plus? So you're going to start. Okay. Yes. One million. Is this where you say add, or do I say plus? Added. Isn't that what? Isn't that what? Uh, Autumn and said. Autumn argue with us every day with math. Math is now you. You added. No, no, no. Autumn, you plus. No, 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 Dad. We added. That's what the teacher says. We added. No, 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 no. It's plus. When did it become adding and plusing? So. Go ahead and write 1,610,030. All right? So your number, your big number should be 1610030. Okay. All right, I want you to add. But what was the hundreds in that other one? Oh, my God! I don't, I'm not worried about Joe Biden's number. Okay. I'm worried about Trump's right now. Okay? The second, the second thing I want you to add is 38415. Okay, so what is that total? 3,278,445. Okay, think about this for a minute. Now, I don't know how much how correct that is, because that seems weird. That'd be well, because million. I only have 1,630,000. Oh my gosh, so I have to do this thing. Well, you could have gave me the numbers correctly. I did give you the numbers no, correctly. You, you said them weird. No, I, I said them because you could just write them down. All right, so we're no, going to go 1610030. Okay, plus... Joe Jorgensen, and this is what I want to talk about, because the Libertarian Party played a major role in this election. Now, here, this is this is the number that you, you take away the Libertarian vote. If you put those Libertarians into the Republican Party okay. for Trump, Trump's total would have been 1,648,000 okay. versus Joe Biden's 1,630,000. So 38,000 people... Just for one state that was a that was a swing state, swung towards Joe Jorgensen, which is a third party candidate. You know what I mean? Like, not a big fundraiser, not a big deal, not a lot of political ads, not a lot of folks out there talking about her. That lady, that lady right there, changed the face of the nation on election day, and that's just in one state. I'm just talking about one state right there. But thirty eight thousand votes. For Joe Jorgensen, the Libertarian third-party candidate who was on the ballot in every state, and I almost, I almost voted for that lady. I almost did. If I'm going to say, I, I almost circled her name for my ballot. But that lady right there, again, in just one swing state, if those votes go to Trump, there's no, and this is what I'm talking about. People talk about, this, oh, we need, we need more than two parties. Two-party system's broken. Right here. Right here, <laughs> here's a third party that is that was effective in changing the votes. <laughs> you can't. I mean, you take those votes, you put them for Trump. Trump takes the state. We're having a totally different conversation right now versus what ended up happening. Incredible to think that to think that way. Even in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, she got seventy-seven thousand votes. You put those in the Trump camp. Trump's way ahead. So I want to tell you that the third party in in this case was was uh, I, I, monumental, monumental to to the outcome of this election. Also, one more thing I want to mention is 
Nebraska. Now, Nebraska, you think, is a Republican state. Can I stop you for a minute? Yes. Can we talk about how the fact that Kanye West has 1,266 <laughs> votes for president? Has anybody told Kanye he has not won? Has anybody, has the Kardashian, has Kim K I mean, the sat fact that he down? even has that many votes is hilarious. <laughs> so I want to talk about Nebraska real quick, and then we got to take a break. So Nebraska went Republican this year, right? It did. It went Republican for Donald Trump. All right, so... Donald Trump took the state by 548,000 votes, all right? Joe Biden took the state by 367,000 votes. But I, this is insane. This is the stuff I'm telling you, you're going to break down, and you're going to go, oh, my God, Craven, you're on to something. Donald Trump got four out of the five electoral, electoral votes he can get out of that state. Now, that state, they can break down their electoral votes, so they don't have to get all yeah. five. Joe Biden carried one. That one, right, goes into Joe Biden's category. Yeah. It then helps him, right? If Nevada goes to Joe Biden, they have six, right? If they, he gets all six, it's over. But I want to I want to tell you, that's the type of stuff right there that is swinging this election one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Insane. I mean, there's stories like that across the country right now. But those are two. But, again, if you give Joe Jorgensen... The Libertarian candidate, right, her 19,000 votes go to Trump. He may get all of the electoral votes, five, which gives him the entire state, which then could give him another plus point to the presidency. I mean, it's incredible to think of how we got to this point right now when we're talking about Joe Biden possibly becoming the 46th president of the United States, who will be sworn in as the oldest president ever elected if it does happen in January. You can talk to us again. It is for the audience. We are Craven and Joe. Show number five going on. Man, we are just diving right into it. We're going to talk about Oregon next. We're going to talk about Friendly. And we're going to talk about uh, how you leave a job. Probably shouldn't leave the job the way one lady did. Because now you're you're a viral sensation, which is great for the first five minutes of your life. But that video now hangs around for the next 75 years of your life. (laughs) Yeah. And you're going to kind of be remembered, I'm sure, in a not-so-nice way. Want to talk to us again? You can do it on the Facebook page at For The Audience. Also, hit us up on the uh, email as well at ForTheAudienceShow at gmail.com. We're going to go into our first break. Like I said, coming back here in a few minutes. Well, a few seconds for you and listening on the podcast. This is Craven. And Joe, this is For the Audience. We'll be right back. Back to it here on For the Audience. I found it crazy how that, that all changed. Uh, Craven here with you. This is uh, for the audience. Uh, again, my name is Craven. Joe hanging out over there. My lovely wife. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, no, no reaction. Autumn is uh, feverishly sending you um, game request. 
because we are two parents who do care about our kids. We want to make sure we see what they're playing when it comes to their games. So they actually have to send in a request yes. for games. And um, they do not text. They are the voice lady. So they like to just speak what they want to text you instead of uh, just, you know, texting you. Hey, can you approve this game? It's, hey, mom. It's Autumn. Can you approve this game? I really want it. I just sent a request. Can you get this for me? And then it's like, oh, uh, no, not tonight. Okay. All right. You can totally tell that uh, didn't, uh, didn't, didn't, not, not the answer she wanted to hear. She's trying to be sad. She is trying to be sad. This is uh, For the Audience. If you want to talk to us again, hit us up on Facebook at For the Audience. Also, our email address, which is For the Audience Show. At gmail.com. I do want to lead off with uh, one more thing here. I'm sorry. One more thing is towards the end of the program, but I do want to say real quick, we're going to talk about Oregon. We're going to talk about friendlies. We're going to talk about uh, quitting your job. But the libertarian in this, it was Joe Jorgensen. Now, I don't know anything about this lady. I've learned a lot about her since the election and also the libertarian party. All right. Now, they're a party of principle. Now, if you're right now going... God damn it, I'm sick of two parties. I'm sick of Republicans talking all their trash, and I'm sick of all these Democrats talking all their trash. Maybe LP is for you. Now, when I think of LP, I think of Lincoln Park. I don't think of Libertarian Party. Like, they're the LPs. (laughs) I just think of Lincoln Park. But apparently, they are the party of principle. All right? Now, they strongly oppose any government interference in their personal, family, or business decisions. Essentially... We believe all Americans should be free to live their lives and pursue their interests as they see fit as long as it doesn't do any harm to others. Now, this is right off their website, lp.org. Also, it was founded in 1971. They might, they run hundreds of candidates through election cycles every year. Their candidates seek positions ranging from city council to president of the United States. Uh, each of the candidates give liberty a voice. Now, the Libertarian Party, as a, as a platform, you ready for this? Some of the things... They do uh, sort of uh, personal liberty, so self-ownership, privacy, personal relationships, uh, abortion. They recognize that abortion is a sensitive issue that the people can hold good faith uh, views on either side. We believe the government should be kept out of all matters, leaving the question up to each person and their own personal consideration. They oppose the uh, death penalty used by states. Self-defense, the only legitimate use of force in uh, defense is individual rights. liberty. Life and justly acquired properly against aggression, uh, the rights adhered to the individual who may agree to be aided by any other individual or group. So they affirm that the individual right recognized by the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, and oppose the prosecution of individuals for exercising that right. So again, you got a little bit of the left, a little bit of the right. These are the people in the middle. <laughs> this lady was necessarily in the middle. I wish I would have really learned more about her prior to going to the polls, but uh, yeah, like I said, I mentioned it in the first uh, segment. I wanted to mention it a little bit in the second segment. How that third-party option where you're sitting here going, man, there needs to be a third-party person. There was, and and she effectively really, I, I think, changed, that party changed a lot of what the uh, what the outcome was. Uh, well, what might be the outcome, sorry, coming up here in the next few days. Again, Craven is my name, Joe. Hanging out over there. And not only was the President of the United States and other major uh, votes or, 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 or elections going on across the country, Oregon led the way with a major one. You ready for this? 
The first in the nation, Oregon has rejected charging drug users with criminal offenses with voters passing the ballot measure to decriminalize the possession of heroin, methamphetamines, LSD, oxycodone, and other hard drugs. Quote from the LP, the measure completely changes how Oregon's justice system treats those who are found with personal use amounts of hard drugs. So this isn't like the guy with kilos in his trunk. We're talking about a person who happens to have a little bit of that on their person. Instead of going to trial and facing possible jail time, now, as, as was voted on Tuesday in Oregon, the person would have the option of paying a $100 fine or attending new addiction recovery centers funded by millions of dollars of taxpayer revenue from Oregon's legalization and recreational regulated marijuana industry. So what they're going to do, babe, is they're going to take the, the, the drug money they get from, from, from legal marijuana sales and use it to fund these recovery centers. Yeah. And they're going to be filtered in or funded in by these people who do get caught with hard drugs on them. They can either go to that, which millions of dollars, again, funnel into that, or eh, pay a $100 fine, and, and there you go. Now, the passage of the measure makes Oregon, which in 1973 became the first state to decriminalize marijuana possession, a pioneer in America in trying the same with hard drugs. The measure takes effect 30 days from Tuesday election. So it doesn't take effect, actually, sorry, until February 1. The recovery addiction centers must be available by October 1. So you're telling me you're going you're gonna to get the law passed, right? All these hard drug guys that have happened to have personal use hard drugs on them. And, and the centers are not going to open until October 1. Now, it may sound like a radical concept, but the initiative backers say making criminals out of drug users, locking them up, burdening them with a criminal record that makes it hard and difficult for them to find housing and jobs afterward in their lives is not working. Now, one in 11 Oregons is addicted to drugs. Nearly two people die every day from overdose in the state. Now, that comes from the Oregon Nurses Association. Quote, we urgently need a change to save families and lives, they wrote. Now, about 3,700 fewer organs per year will be convicted of felonies and misdemeanor possessions of a controlled substance due to this law change that happened out there. While the approach is new in the United States, several countries, including, including Portugal, the Netherlands, and Switzerland have already decriminalized possession of small amounts of hard drugs, according to the United Nations. So there you go. So if you get apparently get caught with a little bit of hard drugs on you in Oregon, you either get a $100 fine or you agree to go to some sort of new recovery center and, and, and you're okay. Thoughts? Thoughts on any of this? I've said enough. They're idiots. <laughs> so you're saying that even if you get busted with a little bit on you, that that they should be just burdened with, with, with the outcome of whatever that ends up being. A little bit leads to a lot. So you're saying is you're saying that's a gateway. Yeah. Having a little bit on you. So a little bit of heroin on you. Yeah. <clears throat> for personal use. Yeah. Is Have now, you ever watched someone as they're on a ventilator? That's why I wanted to talk to you about this. Because you, you, you've I, worked in the healthcare field. I have personally seen. Right now, you are actively going to school to to further yourself even more into this healthcare field. So I knew you'd have an opinion on this. So you're saying that 
you feel, and you're going to give me an opinion, which you never thought you would. Your opinion well, is like this. I will. Your opinion is that it's stupid. It is stupid that the, that they have passed this law. Well, yeah, they're going to let him go. It. They're going to let him go. These people are going to somehow come up with the money because guaranteed their family is just going to pay their hundred dollar fine because their family enables them because this is what's going to happen. They're going to have someone out there who's enabling them, and they're going to pay this fine to keep them from going to prison or whatever. They're going to go out. They're going to do more. They're going to overdose, and they're either going to be dead or they're going to end up on a ventilator for a while, and then they're just going to keep doing it. I, I have to. I have to one hundred percent agree with you, as you should. Well, no, just, just, not because we're just married and I got to live with you here, but listen, decriminalizing marijuana, okay? To me, that's one thing. Like pot and, and, and greenery and whatever you want to oh, call yeah, it, right? That's, that's just... All that is, is, is its own category. Now, personally, I think every spot in the nation should just legalize it. I don't, I don't understand yeah, why there's the these hardline states that'll go, fuck that. It's, 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 a, it's a federal crime. It's, right now, the it's a federal crime. The problem is whenever people take marijuana and they lace it with something else, like fentanyl or heroin or anything... That's the prop where the problem well, lies. And 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 I, I see where Oregon's going, right? Oregon wants to try to decriminalize this in two ways. First of all, right. To try to get people help. That person gets help. You know, and, and they voluntarily take that help instead of but, going to prison. But but you've also they also have to look at it the fact that these people are addicts. So you know, say they don't have the hundred dollars or whatever they're fine with. Oh hundred dollars it's gonna be Oh yeah, because they'll they'll find. Why is it a hundred dollars though? Why why isn't it know. much because more? It should to be say, much more. You would think you would think that would be the case. These people are just go to this you know therapy rehab thing that's probably only going to be like a weekend. They'll do it. They'll get out. They'll get their fix, and they're going to continue with their life of doing drugs. I I, I can't believe we're talking about decriminalizing hard drugs. I I have to th- like that shocked me when I when I heard this on Tuesday night. I've, this, I've seen this, the effect this of... This passed greatly. This isn't even... This didn't just pass. Like, oh, it barely passed. Like, no, 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 no. The entire state was like, you know what? Totally I will, understand. I will never forget the day um, I realized whenever I was working at that place. Yes, a company. Um, And one of my nurses actually used to work at a prison and knew one of my family members. And actually, because of these hard drugs that Oregon... Wants to now decriminalize. decriminalize. Yep. They have. They don't want. They're they're doing that. He actually asked me, you know, how is he doing? Because he thought he was dead. He didn't know he survived because they didn't expect him to live. It's incredible that to think that the entire state. And, but he was able to turn his life around. So bravo to him. Now, like I said, what they're trying to do is not burden the criminal system with a, with a bunch of guys who happen to have a baggie of whatever it is on their person at one time. But uh, I don't think that's, <clears throat> again, I, I look at, I look at, I look at drugs like heroin yeah, much differently, much differently than I do, oh, than I do a bag of weed. Like I just me again, that's, this is my personal take on it. I'm giving it to you. Unfiltered opinion is I, I feel like hard drugs, whether it be a small sample amount or you know, <laughs> a container amount worth. Those, Small sample amount. Those are those are, are. I think now we're 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 going up the 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 food chain of drugs, right? 
Weed is here. Heroin is a is is got to be a little bit. I mean, we we've, we've seen lives, cities, counties, uh, completely decimated by drug use, and 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 that little bit right there, right? That little bit that somebody finds on their person in a state like Oregon now is going to be okay. I mean, we're talking about a spot on February one. It's going to be. You know what? The cops going to go. You know what? It's okay. We're going to give you a fine for a hundred dollars or. You can go to this new center, uh, addiction center, and be just fine. Is it, it, does anybody else, I mean, <laughs> anybody else out there going, what the fuck? Like, seriously, how can a state just decriminalize hard drugs like that? Incredible. I, I just find it hard to believe. But again, they've passed it. No no problem. Now, the uh, apparently, ready for this, the measure was approved by 59%, roughly 2 million votes counted so far. According to the Secretary of State's office, two dozen of district attorneys, and the measure was reckless. They, that's what they said, and would lead to an increase in acceptable and dangerous drugs, including one of Oregon's most popular counties, that is Portland, backed the measure, as the uh, district attorney elect said. The measure does not uh, apply retroactively to past convictions. These are all going to be brand new convictions as of February 1. Voters on Tuesday in Oregon. Legalize uh, therapeutic use of mushrooms as well. You ready yeah, for that? I've seen that. Also, a two-year development period. War veterans with PTSD will also be able to get that type of support yeah. and help as well. When it comes to shrooms or those types of uh, uh, therapeutic use of of shrooms. So, I, I can't think of, I, I don't think, of, when I think of Oregon, I don't think of drug use. But Christ, there's, there's a lot of drug use in Oregon. Yeah. Right? Whether it be legal or illegal, incredible stuff right there. I just, wow. All right. Well, as we shift gears from the uh, hard drugs to the, well, not so friendly future of our favorite spot. Friendliest has always been a great spot for us to go to as a family. Been there a number of different times. I, I just love the atmosphere. You know, get yourself that big milkshake. Especially the one on 30. It's been there forever and ever and ever. Well, yeah. apparently Friendly's now filing for bankruptcy. Puts itself up for sale. So maybe we could buy Friendly's. Friendly's, the East Coast diner chain, best known for its fribbles, milkshake, and sandwiches, has filed for bankruptcy for the second time in less than a decade. The 85-year-old restaurant is the latest file for Chapter 11. During the pandemic, the company announced late Sunday that it would sell a subst substantially all of its assets to a private hedge fund that owns other quick services, including Red Mango and Super Salad. Super, like soup, like with some soup salad. I've never heard of Super Salad. But it, it's, it's not super like like Superman. It's soup or like you know, tomato soup with an er on it. Friendly said nearly all of its 130 locations, which are prominently in the U.S. East Coast, will remain open and uh, deal the uh, preserves thousands of jobs so there won't be a lot of jobs lost during this buy similar similar to its peers the company bluntly blamed the pandemic for the chapter 11 now, a lot of companies are using covid19 as their uh you know yeah covid19 i don't know man friendly's prices sometimes i mean grave spot yeah but come on man a, a 12 dollar like burger seriously <laughs> i'll tell you what another spot that's going to find itself in hard times real soon if it doesn't come out of those prices five guys I love yes. Five Guys, but come on, come on, that burger's no way eighteen dollars. 
Yeah. Got goddamn peanut shells everywhere, too. Why don't you clean up in here? Too. What's that? A lot of them have closed. Well, because you, nobody's spending that yeah. kind of money for a burger. I mean, delicious burger, and I'm not saying that they don't make a good burger, but come on. Oh, I'm not going to drop a 20 for a burger. And then, and then again, I'm going to have peanut shells all over my, my feet for days when I leave that place. Now, apparently, they added to the deal will rebound as a stronger business company with a leadership and resources needed to continue to invest in the businesses that is still open and serve its loyal patrons. Friendly said it has a significant and sufficient cash on hand continue to operation and pay employees. The court hearing is scheduled for next month to approve this transaction. Again, it previously filed for bankruptcy back in 2011 when it had more than 400 restaurants. It cut a lot of those restaurants and then uh, was able to uh, rebound as well. I don't want to go to YouTube. Why in the fuck did CNN send me to YouTube? Because CNN sucks. Restrictions? Let's talk about CNN real quick. Something something completely off subject. Off subject. So my friend Rizzo, you know Rizzo, used to be in yeah. Traverse City, used yeah. to be in Chambersburg, Philadelphia, New York. He has a friend. He has a he has a friend. All right. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the dog. Yeah, I don't know what's up with the dog. We got our little uh, dachshund who's you know this like kind of like chilling on the side I of you. Moved him and he farted. Yeah, yeah. Well, you moved him. That's what happens. Well, I'm not comfortable, so he needed to move. So, so I I posted a, a, a political thing on the Facebook page about you know where we're at politically and all this stuff. And so, so Josh, who is friends with Rizzo, who used to do mornings in Detroit and 98.7 amp, I believe it was or whatever it was. Regardless, Josh wanted to talk about Josh uh, 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 Freeman. I think his name's Freeman. Oh my god, I hope I'm saying it right. He wanted to talk about Wolf Blitzer's bulge during the election coverage. Oh dear lord! Apparently, there's a picture floating around the uh, floating around uh, social media. Of, and you know what's funny is also this is fake news. I'm going to tell you fake news right now. But there is a internet meme going around. Uh, a Pornhub pop up happened on one of the election screens during their election coverage. Now it's fake. That is completely fabricated. Pornhub uh, pop-up did not happen live on TV during the election coverage. But if you look up CNN Pornhub, you'll see the video of the person who swipes away. You know how you touch the screens and you swipe it? Yeah. Somebody put a Pornhub logo there, like the guy swiping it away, like real oh quick. Oh, my God. It's totally fake, but the internet has, 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 has jumped on this. But he was talking about Wolf Blitzer's bulge. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I listen. I don't watch. I don't watch election coverage. What I don't do as a as a guy who look down past their face. No. <laughs> it was just comical to think of how that conversation totally went. Wolf Blitzer in, in some sort of he had an he had an extra large, um, whatever going on there. Apparently on election night, which I guess makes him quite excited. I don't know. It turned into that, but, uh, okay. And finally, Inside Tropical Punch with uh, Craven and Joe. This is uh, For the Audience. You can reach out and talk to us at For the Audience Show at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on Facebook at For the Audience. What are you looking up? Are you trying to find that? What? Are you trying no, to find the No, I was CNN? not looking that up. <laughs> oh, I thought you were looking it up. No, I thought it was you were looking not. up. Well, I didn't know. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't aware. I wasn't sure what you were, uh, what you were doing over there. But anyways, uh, Craven and Joe... 
here with you. And finally, here inside this half-hour segment here of uh, Tropical Punch, um, we're going to talk about quitting. Have you ever quit a job? And, 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 and not just walked out, like silently, uh, I'm leaving. I'm just going to silently walk out of here. And I, I have done that. I, I'm going to tell you two quick stories about quitting jobs, all right? I worked at a diner in, in, in Dillsburg, Pennsylvania. I'm not going to say the diner's name. If you live in Dillsburg, you know the, you know the diner. diner. I mean, there's, there's there's a diner there, all right? Now, back whenever I worked at this diner, it was super small. It was not the large, extravagant, and again, you're, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. It's not the large, extravagant diner that it is today. Yeah. They had a fire years ago. Apparently, the, then they decided to, like, build this monstrosity that is now yeah. this B-diner thing, right? You wouldn't even have to say that. Anyone who listens to it and who knows Dillsburg <laughs> knows the diner. Well, I don't know. There was also the other diner down the street that was down by Bob Ruth Ford. It used to be like across from it. It was like a silver, like yeah. almost like stagecoach car. I remember. Yeah, I never went to that one though. I never went to that one either. But there was always I, I again heard being that we if grew I was up going in a small to the town, diner in Dillsburg, I was going to, to that this one. diner to that one. Um. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, I, or, so, or for pizza. What to that diner? No, not at that diner. Oh really? What are you talking about pizza? If we weren't going to that diner, we were going to get pizza. But like in Dillsburg? Yeah. Like in town Dillsburg. Yeah. Are you talking about the one at the corner or or, or the other one that's down a little bit of the way? Cause I, I you know what's There's, funny is I, I can't know, remember it's... the name of that. I can't remember the name of that pizza shop. They used to be right at the corner, right at the square of Dillsburg. Of course, I know Millennium's. Millenniums. No, no, no. no Millennium's no, is down, down to, the that's way. Where we used to there go. used to be a place that was like right at the corner, and I can't remember. I had a friend of mine, well, a friend of Ryan's that I knew, but used I'm to live right above there. Jackie. That lived right above that place, and you could always smell pizza. Like it was constant pizza smell in this person's. Um, I'm trying to find this video real quick before, so I could so I could play it here for you. I'm gonna ask Rose and Jackie. They'll know. But. uh... Well, I mean, they probably will, but I'm saying, I mean, the place is out of business now. Like, they're not even, uh, yeah. they're not even around anymore. So I can say their name, but I, 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 I can't no, remember I their name. Know. But anyways, when I think of pizza, I think of that place. I don't think of Millennium. I mean, Millennium is there. Great pizza. Been in there a number of different times. It's a, it's a, holy crap! It's probably been there 20 years now, if not longer, in in, in Dillsburg. But um, I'm trying to find this story here. So, but anyways, uh, so. I was talking about, you know, quitting, and, uh, oh, maybe this isn't it. I'm trying to find the, uh, sorry guys, I'm trying to find the video link here so then I can go ahead and, uh, and play this for you. Uh, right, I think I got it. So anyways, we're talking about quitting jobs, and the way you shouldn't quit is you shouldn't do it in a public way. So I was at, I was at this, oh my god, I almost said their name. So I was, I was hired as a dish guy, right, and, uh, I was working in the back. And, uh, you know, at this diner back in the day, their dish room was tiny, small, absolutely tiny, small. They actually had a smaller room <laughs> for your dishwashers. So the dishes would come in through this little cart area, right? It'd be me and another person. I, I would be hosing them off with the, with the, with the hose line. I don't know how you, I don't know what the official name of that is, but you'd be spraying those babies down. Sarah Dallas. Yes! What's Sarah Dallas? I can't believe that's the name of it. <laughs> oh my god. Rose and Jackie for the win. I totally, totally forget that. <laughs> so anyways, so you would hose you'd hose the dishes off. 
I would push them to this other guy who would then run them through the run them through the cleaner, and then he would be like coming in and out, taking the dishes to where they got to go. Right? I did this for I don't know about two hours. I took my first break and I was like, "Fuck this place!" I got in my car and drove off. I, I imagine I, I don't know what ever happened to that job. I, I wonder if they were like, you know, I always I was always curious of what they thought, right? Like, isn't that the new guy? He just flew. He just he just leaving his Cavalier just took off. Where's the new guy? I was like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna take a smoke break. I'm not, I'm not a smoker in any any shape of the word. I'm gonna take a smoke break. I just I just get in the car and leave. <laughs> I, I I've quit jobs. I've quit jobs in the middle of them. Like that was that was one definitely I remember. I never remember that one. I've left in the middle of the shift. Yeah. Or at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going back. I have done that a lot less now. I, I actually try to uh to make it work. But when you're like seventeen, yeah. eighteen, yeah, whatever. Now this lady's always gonna remember her leaving this job. Now this is courtesy of Barstool. Uh I'm gonna play I'm gonna see if I can play it. So I'm gonna try to play it. Over here, so you can hear. Here's her. Well, you listen. Hey, fuck Walmart. Can you say that? Attention, all Walmart shoppers, associates, and managers. My name is Shauna from Cap 2, and I just want to come on here and say Henry is a racist, stinky prick. Giovanna is racist. Elias is a prick of a manager. This company fires black associates oh for no God. reason. This company treats their employees like shit, especially Cap 2 and Jimmy from Sporting Goods, Joseph the cashier, Larry from Garden Center. You are all perverts. And oh, I Larry. hope you don't talk to your daughters the way you talk to me. Damn, Larry. Shout out to Ariel. Fucking love you for getting me this job a year ago when I needed it most. Fuck the managers, fuck this company, fuck this position, and fuck that big lazy bitch, Chris Price. I fucking quit. And then she hangs her phone, and then she just uh, says, yep. And then she says it one more time, and then that's it. So, yeah, that was the viral video of the week. Uh, in the middle of all your political talk, you got to uh, watch her quit her job. Now, this lady's name is Katrina, which, come on, Katrina, really? Why are you naming your kid Katrina? I just think of the hurricane now. I, I can't get over that. When I hear a Katrina, it's 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 hurricane. Now, judging from how the video went, I'm guessing the rant over the Walmart PA system did not come in at the conclusion of a two weeks notice. I'm sure she probably just did not put in a notice. She was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say what I got to say. And then I, I'm rolling out of here. After branding multiple coworkers as racist and perverts, the now former Walmart associate, Closes with F the managers, fuck, uh, fuck the managers, fuck the company, fuck the position, fuck the big lazy uh, bitch, and, and then she quits. Now, I can't necessarily relate to her quitting a job like this. I've never, I've never gone that far to quit a job. But also, um, I, this wasn't around when I was quitting jobs. Like, social media, right, on the phone, grabbing it. Making a TikTok video of you quitting a job was certainly not something that I was actively doing. But, and the release in the moment uh, must feel absolutely incredible. I'm sure she felt great walking out of there afterwards. She absolutely unloaded everything you've ever wanted to say about your, your co-workers. And yeah. there's, I, 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 well, I secretly like this video. I just secretly do. A very good friend of mine and one of the best nurses I have ever worked with. 
she was telling me whenever she left her one job um she was quitting she actually said she walked around and she thanked you know some of the people that she enjoyed working with she thanked them told them it was great working with them and stuff and then the people who she didn't like and didn't get along with that were lazy she told them to fuck off <laughs> and then she left <laughs> i love her <laughs> No, she didn't do it that way. Obviously, she didn't like loudspeaker it. Right. She walked around and she told them, well, "Of course, fuck you, fuck you, you're awesome, fuck yeah. you, I'm leaving." <laughs> so, and like I said, I've quit jobs. I've never really publicly quit in a way no. that like is damaging to my reputation. Because again, at some point, someday, yeah, you're gonna need another job. And this is the type of stuff, especially in 2020. I can't implore how important it is to, to, to not, to not be viral. Like you want to be viral for a funny reason, not, not yeah. viral this way. Cause this is lives on the internet forever. When you get a job application, what a lot of employers are now going yeah. to social media handles. I mean, they're, 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 they're searching yep. you on Facebook. They're searching you on Twitter. They're searching you on Instagram. And you think I'll just change my name and nobody will find me. They've yeah, got they teams will. that, that they've got companies they out there that you. will find you. And in fact, if you don't believe me, sit down, watch Netflix, and watch Snowden. Yes. Watch the documentary Snowden. That, I have to finish watching that. We watched that yesterday. I didn't watch that. Oh that. my I god! I mean, I knew that the government was certainly spying and, and 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 tracking and that kind of stuff, but the monumental way they were doing it, yeah, is just. I mean, your mind is completely blown. I mean, you, you will never trust the government ever again. And like wow. I said, in this scenario, right, lady who did this, kudos to you. You feel great in the moment, but this shit's going to come back to get you when you want a real job. And I'm talking yeah. about a real job, not a, and not that Walmart's not a real job. But I'm talking about, like, you want to be a manager of, of, of something much larger. Yeah, say you, go larger. you get your degree and you want to go yes! back for something. Yes, They're going to go, oh, yeah. wait, 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 you're the lady. Oh, that was you? Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll be back in touch. They're You're never going to call you again. <laughs> now, if you believe that was fake, it was not fake. They actually had a number of different people, other angles. Now, that was from the lady herself that I found the video yeah. from. But there was other people who actually took videos of it all happening at the same time. Can you imagine walking around Walmart, right? You're just in, like, the frozen pizza section, putting your pizza in your cart, and you're just kind of cruising around all of a sudden, like, attention, Walmart shoppers! And then this... This is what you hear? <laughs> like, whoa, what the hell? <laughs> now, no word on the employee severance package. I imagine that the lady did not get one. And I've not heard anything from Walmart either. I, I, I don't know. Now, the actual, <laughs> just walking through Walmart, like I said, just you're getting a few things. Imagine what, what that would sound like. You hearing this lady on the yeah, loudspeaker apparently this saying is all this in stuff. Texas. Yeah, that was a real yeah. thing. I mean, it really happened, but... Uh, yeah, like I said, probably, probably you should probably not put that as a, a reference. No, uh, do not don't, call. Don't put Walmart. Don't put Walmart in your don't resume, it, honey. Well, you're, you can't. You gotta do that either. You gotta put it on there. Part of your past. They're gonna find out if you don't put it on there. All right. Anyways, this is a for the audience. My name is Craven. Joe is over there. That was topical punch. A lot of folks in there. A lot of th sorry. A lot of things in there. A lot of cramming it all in there in thirty minutes. But anyways, we gotta take a break. You wanna talk to us again for the show for the audience show at gmail.com. Someday I'm going to say that without fucking screwing it up. For the audience, show, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Facebook. A lot of folks doing that as well. we got Ask Away coming up here inside the uh, little bit of the podcast. 
And then uh, I got one more thing to talk about uh, when it comes to leaving a job and so forth. We'll uh, revisit that with one more thing, and then we'll wrap up the show. So, again, Craven, Joe, this is for the audience. We will be right back. We'll be right back with more unfiltered opinions and fun with For the Audience. This is for the audience with Craven and Joe. You want to talk to us? Uh, like I said, uh, just before the end of the last break, last segment, you can do that by uh, sending us emails at for the audience show at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Facebook. We love to see you on Facebook at for the audience. We've had a lot of likes going on this week. A lot of new listeners to the program. So we enjoy that. And uh, show number five, almost done, about uh, 20 minutes till the end. Uh, one more thing. Now, you did say Walmart, and I did, uh, they did. mismention last uh, segment that they didn't leave a statement. Now, you said you happened to uh, I found one. stumble upon one. So Says Walmart spokesperson Ann Hatfield said in a statement to Fox News, the company is investigating the claims. You got to get closer. Is that better? Much better. Because my cheek was already touching the thing. <laughs> Um, Walmart is committed to a diverse and inclusive workplace, and we take every allegation very seriously. We have spoken to the person in the video and are actively investigating her claims. Walmart does not tolerate any form of discrimination or harassment in any aspect of our business. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, there you go. So that's the official, that's what they say. That's the official uh, statement from Walmart, and that is one last thing. Now, I was talking about... Uh, Quitting your job, or one more thing, talking about quitting your job. Uh, you have any, you, you, you've just always have just left, right? You've never, like, walked out in the middle of something, or just, it's either like you phone in, just going, you know what, guys, not coming back, or you've never, no, you've I've, never had I've a story never, where you. I've never walked off a job like that. Oh, I have multiple times. Like I said, with that, I, I worked a giant one day in, in Camp Hill where I just stacked bananas for like a full day, and then I left after lunch on that job. I just left that job. Yeah, I've as never well. done that. Yeah, I mean, I've walked off jobs. Me and me and me and Kyle did 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 a job for like a day and a half at Shipoke uh, Ship in Harrisburg. We were used to uh, it was a it was a hurricane that came through. We were cleaning basements. We ended up uh, blowing off that job. I'm not going to say too many more details about that one because I don't think Kyle would approve having <laughs> all those details not. out there. But I mean, we we did leave at some point. We left. <laughs> I have uh, grown up much, much more, though. Much, much more now than, than I did back in those days. But having anyways. five kids, I, I'd hope. Well, I mean, you know, even having every one, you're like, you know what? It's time for me to suck it up and stay at this s-hole. Anyways, uh, you want to talk to us again, let us know about your job situation. You can do that. <laughs> at for the audience show at gmail.com. I, I want to mention something real quick. Uh, we're going to get into Ask Away in just a moment. And then we're going to wrap up the show. But uh, there was a doctor who was duped into buying a wish-granting Aladdin and magic lamp. Did you hear about this? No, I did not. All right. But I want to know more. All right. So this guy, all right, you ready for this? A doctor who had just gotten back to India from London was cheated by two men claiming they had a magic lamp, like an Aladdin-looking lamp, all right? Now, this guy bought it for a whopping $3 million from this, this two guys in London. All right, promising it would fulfill the wishes without a much-needed hard work. <laughs> now, the incident took place in uh, North Indian city of Mikrit, Mikrat, sorry, 
into the Providence in, in India, all right? Now, Dr. Leakin Han approached the police when he realized he'd been duped. He then filed a complaint against the cheats. Now, the doctor claimed that those guys said... I feel bad for his patients. ...that he would buy uh, this lamp, right? He would rub said lamp. A genie would come out of this lamp. It would grant him three wishes. Now, apparently, according to multiple police reports, the patient who ended up duping him, right, <laughs> went in for a surgery back in 2018 after she started visiting him frequently. Then they talked about this lamp and this person's wishes, right, was to get the surgery. Yeah. The doctor does the surgery. Again, you hear about this magic lamp, so, of course, you think, well, this got to be real. So this guy spends that type of coin to these people in London to buy this lamp. Now, apparently the police have arrested these two that were accused of selling him this lamp, though. But, yeah, this guy buys a, quote, magic lamp for... <laughs> now, I want to talk about the lamp for just a single moment. Best genie, Robin Williams or Will Smith? Robin Williams, hands down. That's not even a question. I mean, I enjoy. I enjoyed the lively. Oh, I can't really. It wasn't. Disney should stay away from live remakes, unless it's no. Because I really did enjoy no, Beauty and the Beast. No. Beauty and the Beast was really good. No. Yes, it was. Oh, I'm no, not. No, 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 no. I'm watched. not. Okay, I, I, I meant. Um, they should stay away from live remake. Live remakes. Okay, listen. It's a cartoon Disney. Please listen to me. Please, please. As a as a, as a father, as a fa no, 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 as a father, right? Cartoon. The, the cartoon is so good. You're with Aladdin. You are never. You are never going to reach. I heard the a lot heist. of people say Mulan. The the live remake of Mulan sucked. And if, it completely ruined it for them. If you're going to make it, make it live from the beginning. Right? If, if, if you're going to make a movie live... I think right now, they're just grasping for straws because they don't have anything new to do. <laughs> I, I just think... I just don't it's think... It's like, they've done it all. Like, now Aladdin was, was such a... It was such a... And again, all you have in your head, 90s kids, is Aladdin the movie. All his Arabian nights, and he's flying around town, he's got this lady, right? <laughs> you know? Robbie Williams... Cracking in some jokes. Yeah, we're going to get you going here. The, the remake was just, as a live yeah. remake, no less, was, was just bad. It was just bad. They changed the songs way too much. It just, oh, it that's true, too. But it, again, you have to, you have to, again, it's, it's <laughs> because you're going up against a cartoon that can do whatever it wants because it's a fucking cartoon. They get right in yeah. and this guy's flipping upside down. The, the guy in the street can't do that. A real person can't do that kind of stuff. No, but, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to, to let you know that, uh, you know, you might think your week went bad. You didn't give anybody any money for a fucking magic lamp that ended up not being a magic lamp. <laughs> I really do feel bad for his patients. I mean, <laughs> the medical board has to look at something of his It's, it's his, India. His you, you really think there's a medical board in India? Yes, there is. Three <laughs> billion people over there. Yes, there is. Or just anyone can walk off the street and be like, oh, I'm a doctor today. I, and you don't think that's true <laughs> in India? No! 
I, w- I totally don't think there's a medical board in India. Of course, you're going to look it up yes, now, I but am. I'm just saying, I can't imagine there's a medical board. And if there is, they're not watching as closely as they what need- I would believe they should be when you got a doctor out there getting duped into buying a wish, granting a magic lamp <laughs> for the price tag that he ended up spending on a magic lamp. Do you think the cops before they before they take they don't take this guy seriously? Yes, there is the a medical moment? council in it, of India. Oh my god! Um, like the FDA here. But yes, they they need to, um, I believe, investigate his his mental <sighs> capabilities at this point because I mean they're going to entrust him with patients, another person, and he's really thinking that this lamp is magic and a I genie is just going to pop out of it. <laughs> When have you ever seen a... That's like Bigfoot in the woods. You know what I mean? Like, you've never... I've never seen I mean, a magic lamp. Are we going to Akraba today? <laughs> oh, my God. Is there some old man giving away his daughter? And why was that guy so old? Why was the, why was the, the king in, in, the, in the cartoon? Oh, my God. He was so old. I have my daughter. It's like, no, no way you're having a daughter at your age, buddy. That's that young. No way. Get out of here with that. Well, you got to remember... Uh, and in India, you got to think about it. Those women get married off at young ages to men who are very old. So it could be possible that, um, like I, I said, completely blank. Jackie is going to like punch me in the throat next time she sees me because I I completely blank on Jasmine's name. And Jasmine, I'm, yes, Jasmine. Yeah, that's all right. I'm Jasmine's mom could have been like. 20 years younger than the dude, so it's this possible. Again, you think your week is bad. Again, you did not hand over anybody any amount of money. No, I wish I could get a Oh, wish! Like a lamp? Like a little yeah. wish lamp? Give me, <laughs> he wishes he didn't give get my money for the lamp either. I'm sure that give, first... Give me that there lamp. That first rub, he's like, shit. This isn't real. <laughs> he rubbed one out. It wasn't dumb, going. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dumb, dumb. Ah, all right. Like I said, it is Craven and Joe. This is for the audience. You want to talk to us for the audience show at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Facebook. And again, as you are listening to the podcast, hit us up with one of those likes. Subscribe to the show. Subscribe to the platform that you found us on. And leave a review. I'm trying to get some uh, sponsorship going on in here as well. So hopefully we'll have a few sponsors. Uh, for some of these segments. This is now Ask Away, so uh, as we get ready to wrap up the show, we love to to take some questions, and uh, we posted this up a few nights ago, and uh, we got some emails right here. So, more emails this week than last week, but uh, no emails from you out there. So again, give us some uh, give us some of these emails at ForTheAudienceShow at gmail.com. You can ask us anything, alright? It's called Ask Away. You want to know what uh, what socks have I got on? None. I'm in my bedroom with my feet out. So, you know what I mean? There you go. There's a question you can ask away. But some of the ones we got this week, pretty good stuff. Now, uh, here's, uh, here's one. <laughs> this one's from, <laughs> from Chris. Now, he used to listen to me in Lewistown. So I used to be on a station called uh, 105.5. It used to be, uh, I guess it still is 105.5. I don't know if they do the point anymore. I would always say the point. 105.5. You know, Chicks Rocks in Lewistown. So one of these questions is, when you did a morning radio in Lewistown, you used to talk to us all about your love for cheddar cheese pizza. Do you still love your cheddar cheese pizza? I've heard you say nothing about it. 
I, I do still love my cheddar cheese pizza. I, I have grown up a little bit, I will say. Uh, I am a thin crust fan of the uh, of the cheddar cheese pizza, yes. though. Now, I will say, if you are listening to us up in the Mifflin County area, go to Boulevard Barbecue yes. and get their wood-fired pizza. Yes. Wood-fired pizza. Now, we had that on a very alcoholic one night. And it was glorious. It was. I gotta say... Delicious. <laughs> you sit there in the morning and you're like, why did I gain eight pounds? That's why. <laughs> because you just couldn't believe how good a wood fire pizza is. And in fact, I have not found a pizza no. that is even close, even close. Come on, York County. To what that, uh, we what need that a pizza was. Pizza. Well, it, there was supposed to be a place up in, I know. Up in Lewistown, Car- uh, Lewis, Lewisbury, that was supposed to have one. Now, I went in there a few weeks ago. Their pizza wasn't bad. Guys are super nice. Yeah, absolutely pizza wasn't super bad. nice. I mean, they got they got so much crap on online with reviews. Yeah, they they were super nice to me. I, I don't know, but anyways, uh, yeah, I still do love the cheddar cheese on my pizza. I've just I've really uh, thinned it down, so I like a nice thin crust cheddar cheese pizza. But I'll tell you what, the one time I was up there, I had Vince's make me one, great stuff. Vince's pizza and subs. I also had Michelle's, the OIP down in Reedsville. Make me a cheddar cheese pizza. That was also delicious. Yeah, they make great right. duck too for 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 goose day. They they have a they have a goose dinner. They brought me out when I used to do. Yeah. Uh, did you say duck? Yeah, I did say duck, and I meant goose because they do goose day in Mifflin County. Yes. Big deal up there. Absolutely big, big deal. deal. You got to eat goose on goose day. Or you're not gonna have any money. Yeah, and, and I don't know. It's like their version of the pork and sour. Oh, delicious goose, though, from Michelle's OIP up in Reedsville. You ever get up there, you got to do goose day on the 29th of September, and it's just, oh, my gosh, great, great goose that they got down there. Uh, One of the other questions here is, is, is my phone gets ready to to die on me here. Uh, The podcast is really great, and it's great hearing you again. Uh, You are terribly missed in radio. Would you ever think about coming back? Um, Yeah, I mean, I think I've answered this before, but. Yeah, I would. I mean, I, I've never said no uh, to, to, to ever going back. Um, I know my wife, uh, and, and she's got a big part to play in this. Um, <clears throat> I don't think it would be a mountainous area anymore. I mean, you no. want sun and sand. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just... If the beach isn't within 20 minutes, it's not happening. <laughs> there, I've been told that, that there's there's no there's no more we're moving to... Uh, no central Pennsylvania. No, no sun south central Pennsylvania. <laughs> I had a great time. It's up either there. here or I'm going to the beach. <laughs> so yes, would I love to get back into radio? Absolutely. I think the podcast is a great platform to hear me. Right, you can still listen to me. It's not every day though. So I mean, you are once you hear it, you hear it. But you know, I mean, can we get this into an everyday thing? Yeah, I mean, if I if I if I dug a lot of time into this thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I could. I could absolutely do it. I mean, I did sales and radio. I've done sales, period. I mean, I could I could, I could, leave my job and, and sell this. And absolutely, I don't think I'd have any problem with that. Finding some sponsors initially, eh, it might be a problem. What we talk about, eh, it might be a problem. Because we talk about anything. You know, we're unfiltered. There's no... Yeah. You know, so you have to find the company that fits that right. But uh, I found those companies up in Lewistown without a problem. I mean, those, those guys... You know, One Stop was a huge sponsor of mine. I mean, absolutely huge. I mean, Buffington poured a lot of money into what I was doing in the morning drive up there. Even when I went up over the mountain, 
he was also up there doing a lot of stuff too. So, you know, now would he spend money here? I I don't know. I mean, we've had, we've had ourselves, uh, you know, a time (laughs) when when I was, when I was at cricket and left cricket and and such. So I don't know if that would be the exact same anymore, but um, yeah, absolutely. I I miss radio. It's just, it would have to be the right move. It would have to be the right place. And again, you'd have to convince her, Joe over there that uh, it's the right move. <laughs> Ocean. <laughs> and finally here. Uh this one here is, is is interesting. This one's from 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 uh from uh Why why didn't your wife This is poorly written, but but anyway, I'm not going to say the person's name now cuz I, I I don't want to out this person, but uh why didn't your wife do anything with you previously on either the radio side or the show you used to do on Thursday nights. Now I think the show is is uh the show I used to do on, on the Facebook. Like I've done Thursday shows, I think that's why I said I think it's poorly written, but I think they're talking about the, the Facebook show I used to do on, on, on my social. You know, Thursday night I would do the Dawn After yeah. Dark. Or Dark After Dawn or, or something like that. I can't remember it now. Dawn Before Dark? Or Dark Dark Before Dawn? I forget the name of the I show. But I, this is for you. Why are you looking at me? Why didn't you do anything with me back then? You said it once. <laughs> but you want to do this now. You've chosen this moment to be the time to do this now. I guess. Okay. Are, do you like doing this or should I find somebody else? I'm just saying, you're not saying anything. Well, we also didn't have a setup like this. Yeah, this is nice. Then. This is nice. Wait, wait, oh no, no, no! I've always had it set up. I just haven't had like two mics and like a real. I, I've got it really good now. I mean, I've, I did I rock radio with one with like the same with you on the radio and at the. Radio I was station, there a lot. I was there a lot. You were, and I was at home with four kids. <laughs> All right, well, that's why you didn't do it, but you're doing it now. Yeah, All right. are in bed. <laughs> I'm trying to do this with those four monsters. Well, I mean, eventually they'll grow up, and then we'll be at a, at a station by the beach. <laughs> Anyways, you can Mom always... Mom says she's not leaving, so... Oh, I don't know why she says that stuff either. She because does. of you. She does say, I'm not, I'm not moving out, I'm not leaving. No, 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 Autumn. You're, you're going to want to leave. I mean, I, listen, when I was a kid, you're like, oh, man, I'm out of here. She's wise upon, upon her ears, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, that was Ask Away. You can always ask us anything you want to ask us. It starts arguments like this online, on, on the internet, on our show. <laughs> at for the audience show at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Facebook. When we post that, you can leave a comment, ask a question that way. You can also get us on the uh, messenger there as well. All right, well, that's going to wrap up show number five. We're all done. So this was recorded on November 6th. At about nine, is it November? 6th? Yeah, November sixth at uh, about nine thirty here on a Friday mm-hmm. evening. So uh, again, if everything doesn't sound exactly as the moment that everything is happening in the world, that is the reason why we're not ignoring things. We're just we're not live. So, anyways, like I said, you can talk to us uh, for the audience show at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Facebook as well. All right, well that's all I've got to say. I've said a lot in. An hour and a half, two almost two. 
Anything else you'd like to add before we say goodbye? No. Okay. Fair enough. That's Joe. My name is Craven. This is for the audience. We'll be back next week for show number six when I'll be back on daylight. So hopefully I got this much energy when I get back to, uh, I mean, because I'll be worked all day, right? Now I'll be back to work five days a week and doing 70 hours yeah. and all this other stuff. So this should be quite fun. Anyways, this is for the audience. See ya! Thank you for listening to For the Audience, hosted by Craven. Look how much they rub my show. The entire audience is so captivated. We appreciate you listening and your support. You can always support For the Audience by rating the show, subscribing on all major podcast platforms, sharing each program, and leaving a review. And make sure you support the businesses with your financial support by telling them you hear it on For the Audience with Craven.